rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. Episode of Mother Talks, a safe place for keeping it player, where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. Not on our mm-hmm. repeat that. Do you think if we blow up, they're going to cancel us? For what? For keeping it player? No, for our tagline. For keeping it kosher? Nah, this is a, a whole. This, a, whole, a, whole na- a whole name of our podcast. Mother Talk. I could see somebody being problematic, but um, I, could, I could definitely try to spin it like, now nah, we paying homage. And. Um, I mean, it's cultural lying. appropriation, but we black, so everybody's appropriate. Everybody's appropriated our culture, so we should be able to appropriate some shit from some time to time. That's the exact thing I thought in my head. I was like, "Well, yeah, so." And exactly, bro. <laughs> Listen, yeah, that's so. all black people been wanting is just to be able to do what everybody else do without it being a problem. 
And it's not even a bad thing to appropriate. Mazel Tov is a celebration. Yeah, listen. So, you know what I'm saying? In the Jewish listen, community. Listen, the, the Jewish people, if they don't like some shit, it's a problem. So if they like, nah, y'all got to change your name. Ain't nobody on the show even Jewish. One of us going to have to convert. Or we just have to just go on an apology tour and maybe go meet up with a rabbi or something. Listen, I'm all I'm with all the faith. Listen, I hope when I do my spiritual segment, I make sure to be very inclusive and say the holy books and you know what I'm saying, whatever faith you decide. Like I'm not this is not a Christian podcast. This isn't a Muslim podcast. This isn't a Jewish podcast. This is a spiritual podcast. We are all inclusive. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, I just thought about that right now because, I mean, we'll go down the topics later, but yeah, they kind of got my man out of here briefly. Oh, Canon. Yeah, He says some wild shit, though. You can't just call people. <laughs> we talk about the beasts, <laughs> but but the beasts are not, are not, you can't go to that subset of Jewish Jewish people because they, uh, they, 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 they wield a very, very big stick, that mighty sword. They they will cut your ass. Yeah, I, you know we'll we'll revisit that. So uh, intro the pod. How you doing, Terry or, or Terry on? We're not calling ah. you Terry anymore. Terry yeah, on, so Terry on. I'm um, doing good, feeling good. Yeah. Um, Life's been good. I had um, I had a very very great experience the other night, and it, it really changed my life. Like I'm like a whole new person. Are you gonna share? Are you gonna share? Um, yeah. You got your ass I had, no, I, nah, I didn't get my ass in. <laughs> but it, it was, it was very, it was damn near, I think it, it might have been a very similar experience. But I had my back walked on. And when I tell oh. you, I've had the, the the muscles on the bottom right of my back, right above my, uh, right above my ass, my back has been tight for like, since I was 18 years old. But when I oh. tell you this, I had so much relief. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had a whole new fucking back, yo. And I don't know if it's me turning 29, but I just feel like this shit was so... This shit was hurting so much yesterday. Your back? And my back. Uh-huh. And when I when I tell you I got my back walked on, oh, my God, I started singing Tyrese. <laughs> what was it, John? Lately, um, have I told you I love you lately? Whatever the yeah. fuck you say, that's yeah, all yeah. I started singing that shit. Was this, was this by a professional or just in the crib? Nah, this was this was by someone that, that that treats me good and takes care of me. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? As long as they're pretty person. toes, as long as they're pretty toes that are, you know. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know I'm saying, listen, back. I ain't never think. Listen, pretty def definitely pretty feet, but I've been blessed in my life. I've never had someone that I dealt with had ugly feet, and I've never had someone I dealt with had stinky pussy. And and the only time I ever smelled smelly pussy was in a strip club on a Wednesday at like 2 p.m. And I'll never go to a strip home on Wednesday at 2 p.m. again. That sounds like a time where you might find stinky pussy. Bro, I'm talking about I'm four feet away and I smell something and I'm like, yo, it's her pussy. Too dirty. No wonder that bitch was on the pole when the sun was still up. What's worse, you think? What's worse, bad feet or stank pussy? Stank pussy? You could wash away stank pussy. You could do shit. You ain't washing away no stinky feet. I said bad feet is probably worse. Listen. Bad feet, you can't do nothing about bad feet. You can you can mm-hmm. you can do shit. You can you can you can do shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can do some kegels, you can use some dove. What does kegels gotta do with how your pussy smell? Oh, they're working it out. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying though. I feel like a smelly vagina means something's wrong inside your body. 
internally. So I think you're, you're, your soul <laughs> is not right if your vagina is not right. <laughs> your soul. You your feet is something external. You can get cosmetic surgery, get your feet taken care of. A lot Who of you say feet done? You see somebody get their feet done? Shit, listen, it, go to Hollywood. I bet you there's a bitch out there that got If, I, if I find out somebody, I got, my, male I got female, my knuckle on my big toe shaved down. If I find go to Hollywood. a male or female say, I got my feet done, I, got, I went to my doctor to get my feet done, I might say the game was over. <laughs> Yo, you remember, uh, then we going all over the place. You remember White Chicks with the part where she was like, yeah, she got her knees done. Yeah. And the bitch was like, oh, you could do that? Like, yeah. yo. That's the same thing. That's the same feeling I got right now. Somebody out here that got their feet done. How do we start talking about smelly pussy? <laughs> oh, because my back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My back. <laughs> and then you asked about uh, ugly feet. And then I went for never ugly feet, never smelly pussy. And then I told the story of how I smelled ugly, how I smelled dirty pussy once in my life. And it, it's, oh, it's the worst smell I ever smelled. It's like garbage. It had been a rough day in the strip club that day. Ooh, I never, listen, I never go back on a weekday, especially in the city that I was in. It was not a good, it's not a good I always, city. I always think if you go to a strip club on a, on a weekday, well, it's different in like Atlanta because... They live in a strip club. There. There's, mm-hmm. there's strip clubs are popular. I wasn't in Atlanta. But a regular strip club, like on a weekday, you got a problem. <laughs> if you're a frequent <laughs> visitor, because I'm trying to tell you, the crowd that's in there is a different crowd than a weekend. Yeah, that's what, you know, and, uh, yeah, I, like said, the, that's what I said. Yeah. It's different in Atlanta, because I heard Atlanta actually got like good lunch specials at the strip club. Mm-hmm. Some good wings and some, you see some ads on your lunch break. But in other parts of the world, I feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're in a strip club during the weekday, yeah, it's a different crowd. Yeah. You going sure. through something. You going through something. I wasn't going through anything. It was just a spur of the moment, like, yo, we ain't got shit else to do. Let's, let's bust this move. And it was a wrong move. <laughs> it was not a good move. I mean, it's a learning experience. So now you know how to go to strip clubs in that certain city on a weekday. Bro, or 29 that particular, years. That particular strip club. In 29 years, I've never smelled a, a dirty vagina. And that day. I changed my life. Mm-mm-mm. Salute to her. I hope she's doing no, better. No, fuck her. We need salute to that woman. I said, hopefully she's doing better. Like, Nigga, hope, hopefully. No, I was going to say something really mean. But um, let's just keep I'm going to keep it funky. I got something to keep it funky. And it kind of yeah. relates to motherfucking. Uh, Talked about stinky pussy and it goes to keep it funky. See how we do that? Ooh, I didn't even I didn't <laughs> even catch that. <laughs> but um the it kind of relates to strippers a little bit. I wanna talk about rappers, music artists who perform hip hop music, mainstream or underground or whatever. Mm-hmm. I wanna we don't need to listen to rappers for enough for no reason. We there we do not need to listen to rappers. Nothing Explain. a rapper say, nothing any rapper say should have any validity attached to it. Because rappers basically get on, get on a great beat and try to say the most craziest thing to get people to listen to them. Like rappers say the most wild shit to get attention. Like that is literally their job is to say wild shit. You watched Battle Rap recently? Did you see Daylight go at uh, oh, he, I saw the Daylight bars. That's okay, amazing. He saw those bars, he but spin, he was he saying spin. some crazy shit. Like, if, if any of those things were taken literally, they need to lock that man in jail. You know, no, a question. Is it me or did they, like, like at one point, they, like, had, like, tattoos on his face? I didn't he, see the tattoos. Yeah, I think he, he definitely had them shits around his eyes. 
probably yeah. the lighting. You know, you know, he probably didn't go to the most reputable place to get these tattoos. But yeah, so we should only listen to rappers in the abstract, and we should never take nothing they say literally. I'm gonna give you examples. Drake, everybody love Drake. Drake had a line. We said, "I got two girls like I'm Lou Will." Listen, don't ever try to have two girlfriends unless you are Lou Will, because you know what's gonna happen. It's not gonna end good. If you're a regular dude, don't listen to rappers and try to have two girlfriends, because you know what the fuck's gonna happen. She's gonna cut up your butters and leave them on the street, and she's gonna put dead ass. She's gonna cut not the yudas. She's gonna cut up the yudas. Try to have two girlfriends if you want. So you're Bruce. telling me I can't listen to Tupac or Jay Z? Dude, this. what? Don't listen to Jay Z. Try to do some of the shit Jay Z talked about. He gives a lot of game. He gives a lot of game. Now four four four, but go listen to Reasonable Doubt. You try to do any of that shit that nigga was talking about, you'll end up dead. You will die. Can't lose ninety two bricks. Try to try, try to try to try to get it try to get it down in Maryland. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen. They gonna find your ass. Well, I don't live. I don't subscribe me. to the drug dealing life. You know, I, I feel like I hit the age uh, threshold to start. Uh, okay, but guess what? There's some people out there. This dealing. this is a message for all the people that have not hit no threshold in their life and don't understand that you should not be listening to anything rappers say. Another thing rappers say you should must too. I fucked another nigga, bitch. Don't niggas do, do fuck other niggas' bitches. Though. But don't do that. Nine to five niggas do that, though. You should not do that, though. You should not fuck another niggas' bitch. You know why? There's why? repercussions. There's always repercussions to fucking another nigga bitch. And, it's, and listen, if, you're, if you're audacious with it, if you're bold and telling everybody you fucking a, that, a certain niggas' bitch, yes. But if you're just fucking a nigga, there's side niggas all across the world. 40% so of the niggas, niggas in jail is in jail over pussy. Forty of the percent. Probably higher than forty. Probably higher than forty. This this is a this is a Terry on stat. Forty percent of the niggas in jail is in jail over pussy, and forty percent of the niggas if the pussy wasn't their pussy. I'm trying to tell you. Listen, Chris, you know I'm talking truth so right what now. What are you, are you supposed to, to? So what are you trying to? What do you suggest for men that don't have a, their own bitch? So they're single in this world, and a bitch pulls up to him. And or he goes smack. Okay, at a okay. Bitch now, now I see. Now I see. That's a very valid point. And you find out it's do not. Do not. Now listen. This is what you got to do. You have to remain ignorant as long as you can. Okay. But once you know that that woman got a nigga, you need to leave that woman alone because she's reckless and she don't care. And that nigga probably reckless and he don't care. Remember that? Remember everybody seen this video probably on the internet. Seen the nigga say, "Well, me and my woman going through. That's us." Are you ready to yeah. die for that pussy? Yes. I'm ready to die for this shit. You run into a nigga like that, who's ready to die for that pussy, he's gonna be the forty percent of the nigga that's in jail. Over that's a nigga. different type of. That's a different type of nigga. That's a different type of nigga. I'm just saying, listen. The nigga that would die. For my the points pussy, are valid. My points. That nigga called himself an apex alpha male. I'm an apex predator. If a nigga ever called himself an apex predator, leave that nigga alone. He'll die for the pussy. Mm-hmm. A lot of niggas die for the pussy. Niggas die for the pussy every day. Every day. Every nigga shoot up a school because of pussy. Every nigga that shot up a school no. is because of pussy. It's because That's flagrant, bro. <laughs> That's flagrant, every bro. nigga that ever oh. shot up anything, any nigga that ever shot up anything, it was over pussy. That's irresponsible. Put it down. Put it down. I'm, I'm on a... 
any nigga ever shot a piece. Not racism. Okay, racism is a factor. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go back to my point. Forty percent of the reason why that nigga shot the shit up is because of pussy. Forty okay. percent. I will say. 90% of wars or lack thereof pussy. So it's in, it's in, it's in a direct relation and correlation to pussy. Why a nigga did what he did. Well, we, we know the, what Helen and Troy started over pussy. Wars. Wars. Wars started over pussy. Wars started over pussy. I'll give and you guess that. what? And now these niggas out here rapping like the shit that they rapping about don't got no repercussions. How many niggas done? How many? Listen, God, God rest his soul. Pop smoke. He talked, listen to his music. Talk, With all talk, his music, heavy. send an Addy, we gonna slide, pull up on me, find where I'm at, and mm, I don't even want to say it because it's too real to life. Is it all right? So, 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 are we talking about possible? It's it's a little, a little weird listening to his album, right? Because you, it's, I know, it's a good, I it's a good it. album. It's a good album. It's an exceptional album. I would, I would give it at least seven out of ten. It's yeah, I give it, I give it about, I give about three and a half mics. You know, uh, <laughs> we work for the source. Yeah, man, that was, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but it's 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 weird, right? It's a little it's a little spooky listening to his album. A lot of because gun he talk. talking that shit, right? A lot of gun talk, a lot of spraying shit, a lot of pulling up on me. And listen, and God rest his soul too, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey Hussle has raps. The Nipsey Hussle has raps where he say, "I thought I'd be dead or in jail." Mm-hmm. I never thought he he said a lot. I didn't think I would be here. And shit, a nigga might kill me tomorrow. Like, he talked about it a lot. I'm trying to tell you, do not li- listen. Now, Nipsey is definitely a section because he spoke a lot, of, a lot of shit that wasn't the normal rapper talk. One of my favorite songs is that Nipsey says, I'm not like these other rap niggas. And he definitely wasn't like a lot of these other rap niggas. But the average rap nigga, the civilian, and even, even the, the street nigga, don't listen to rap niggas. Because rap niggas rapping about what street niggas is doing, getting street niggas in street nigga trouble over his rap shit. Uh-huh. If that made sense. I mean, I rap see niggas is getting street niggas in trouble because guess what? Going. When you like <clears throat> when we were doing when I was doing illegal shit, I was playing illegal music. I was playing music that was talking about doing illegal shit. I mean, you want to live the raps. You want to live the life you was you was living, and you can't you can't be doing illegal shit. You can't. You, you can't be doing illegal shit and you know listening to gospel because I just feel like that's just... <laughs> that's a that's a scary thing right there. That's, that's, that's a scary. Actually, you know what? That's a scary nigga. Every like every bad villain, every bad villain I've seen. Mm-hmm. Every bad villain, like every like terrible uh, like killer in like movies, they're very mm-hmm. like Christian. You know, they're yeah. very they're very they're very religious before they kill you. You know yep. what I'm saying? You know what? Actually, that's the nigga that's getting away with it. That's the nigga yeah. that's like, nah, I killed 20 people and I buried them <laughs> and they'll never find the bodies. He's riding to and from the murder, <laughs> listening to gospel. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that back. <laughs> so, but, but listen, and, and this parlays into the, the current world we live in right now. Kuhn Gay West. He said, listen, Kanye said a lot of great lines. So, so, break, so break it lines. down. So, so break, break it down for the listeners that maybe even though they should be aware or not aware of what you're, you're talking about. Goddamn. Well, if you've been under a rock, Kanye West announced his candidacy for president, but he said he filed no paperwork to register himself on any ballot anywhere in the country. And he proceeded to go to South Carolina, which is a whole OD racist state. I don't know why they let that nigga do this shit. 
But he went to South Carolina and had a rally where he just damn near got on stage and, like, lost his goddamn mind. He was crying at one point. He said Harriet Tubman didn't free nobody. Um, he got into it with a black woman because she was challenging his facts. And then he proceeded to go to then he proceeded to go on a crazy Twitter Twitter rant where I didn't even read all the tweets. He talked about divorcing his wife. He talked about his wife meeting up with Meek Mill. <laughs> and then um, a lot of tweets are probably still posted, or you can find them on your favorite blog. Then he proceeded to go to Wyoming and then say, "I'm just going to get back to the music." And Dave Chappelle came and visited him, and some of his friends came to check on him. That man definitely has a lot of bipolar tendencies, and he said he was um, diagnosed as bipolar. So he definitely was having going through an episode. And he got on the stage and did some wild shit. Yes. <clears throat> I will but to, say. But specifically, yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. You know, uh, the only thing I have to say is you got to love the camaraderie of black men. You know, yeah, I'm Dave, on, Chappelle, yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle came and say, saw his man. Hopefully he told his man, like, you're wilding out here. You got to relax. I feel like Dave Chappelle's a real nigga that would do that. Like, mm-hmm. Um. People say like, where's his wife? I guess, and his wife came came put a press statement out, saying like, we can we we can only do so much since he's an adult, and that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, true. Uh, yeah, he, and it's Kanye West. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that, I, I'm sure it's very hard to tell Kanye anything. Yeah, I just think like I'm with me personally where I'm at. I I do think he's going through a manic episode, but I it's it's just convenient. He always has albums so, or album to promote. He's like the boy the that way that it times wolf. out is funny, right? Yeah, it's like it's, it's every time, like, oh well, shit, I got here's a track list. I'm about to put out. like, nigga, it it would be it would it would it wouldn't hit as hard. Uh, well, it hits hard, right? It wouldn't be as I don't know, like boy cries wolfish to me if it was random, like if he didn't have nothing to sell at the end of the day. Yeah, like I feel like this is this is real shit. But now we've seen this pattern. He did it last time. It's definitely a pattern. We, it's, he has some any... shit to sell. So that shit corny yeah. to me. And he's been he's been corny for he's been doing a lot of corny shit. You know the 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 merchandise has been pretty cool. I like half half of the shit he puts out. Um, and he's definitely been successful. And all that does, I feel like all that shit really do is feed his ego. And he's he's all he says in his raps. He's been a very egotistical person. And I think the difference between him and Dave Chappelle, I'm happy Dave Chappelle did go talk to him because Dave Chappelle is actually one of the people I look up to in this crazy world. Because when he was losing his mind, you know what he did? He didn't go find a stage. He didn't try to get on stage and talk about it. He Left. went away and found himself. He went yeah. to a whole different place to, to, to really do his soul searching. Kanye seems to try to do his soul searching in front of a fucking camera or at TMZ or in the fucking White House office where he's getting his ego fed when also, bro, like I said, once he called that white man his daddy, it just, it's been sad. So do you think it's not uh, him being crazy, like, uh, versus, like, he might be saying some real shit? Because mm-hmm, he always, it's always, listen, the most crazy people, they mix in some real shit to, to confuse you, or they, 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 there's always some truth mixed in with the bullshit. So do so, you think, do you think me knocked down Kim? I hope he didn't. <laughs> I hope he didn't, because Kanye West is gonna split his wrist. Um, <laughs> Yo, no, hey, knock on wood, bro. Knock on wood. But like I said, if someone who's all egotistical—that is something that you, your ego can be shattered. That's why you shouldn't be all ego, because your ego yes. is very fragile. Like everyone's ego is fragile. It, 
it there's benefits to ego, but the but the fragility of it makes you very vulnerable. That's why you don't want to live the, in your especially ego. The, especially the male ego. Oh, let's talk about it. Shit. That's why I don't listen. I had to take my ego out my penis a long time ago. If that made any sense, I feel like I'm Kanye now. I just said some random shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I mean, I let you. But some people put up. the ego in like their penis, like, oh, I fuck this bitch, oh, I fuck that bitch, oh yeah, I I got these bodies, oh yeah, I hit her the first night. Like, that is where a lot of men get their ego boost from. Is from sex, mm-hmm. from conquering women. I had to take my ego out of that because I don't want to just be my penis. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to just be the women that I sleep with. I want to be more than that. Okay. And Kanye West seems to be only his ego. He only seems to be the atten- all the attention, all the all the accolades, all the I'm a genius. I'm Einstein. I'm I'm Galileo. I'm you know what I'm saying? Ego. So what do what 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 do we suggest for for Mr. West, man? Because I think at the point like at this point like the black community, we love Kanye. Like Kanye means so much to our community. Mm-hmm. And each time, every time this happens, there's like a divide on how we feel about this. Like some people support a ride or die, Kanye supporters, and they always seem to Can't find ride the, they, they seem to find the silver lighting in the wild shit he says. Like, oh, I've seen people defend his Harriet Tubman, you know, comments. yeah, because because they but no, but if you take what he's well, no, I'm gonna answer your question first. But before I answer your question, I was just to the Joe Budden podcast today. We were recording on a Wednesday. And uh, they all talked about the situation again. And they said something that I agree with. I feel like it's all of the things together. Like, I feel like you asked, like, what's the reason? What, like, is he trying to promote shit? Is he really crazy? Is he having an episode? I feel like it's all. He's trying to promote shit. He's having an episode. His, he's not happy with his wife. His fuck, or that fucking family. Shout out to the Kardashians. I feel like no, it's, it's all-encompassing. I feel like it's all-encompassing. He's doing everything at one time that's why he's fucking going crazy mm-hmm. he's dealing with everything he just signed that big deal. we we just shouted him out two podcasts ago i was like yo shout out to kanye da 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 he just signed a very big deal with gap yeah but then this week then uh, two weeks later we're talking about this motherfucker's losing his mind mm. i don't remember your question <laughs> oh what <laughs> uh what what do we do do we just let him just get his shit off? Like, what do we, I don't listen. What do, we do for, further? We can't do anything. Because you have some people that's like, you guys got to take him seriously. He's like, he's not crazy. He's saying real shit. And then nah, like a like, drunk yo. man on the street talking to himself. You got to just let him do it. And just like that, um, that kid that's throwing a tantrum, you either got to punish him. And who's going to punish Kanye? <laughs> um, yeah. Who can punish Kanye? Or you got to ignore him. Like when a kid is crying and he's throwing a fit, you he'll get tired. Keep keep fucking crying. You're not gonna get what you want. I think that's the solution. I mean, all Those I two know options. Is either you punish out, him. Yeah. All I know if I find out of a nigga, if I wanna if if I know any nigga that voted for Kanye West, you're gonna know something. I will block you <laughs> and correspondence between me and you will cease to to exist if if he had some at the moment. You cut people out your life. I will cut people off if you go vote for Kanye West. And I'm not joking. Like, I'm 100% on this <laughs> one. Like, this ain't no joke. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's too big. Like, if we get another four years of this nigga, I will be. I'm, I'll, I'll move. We're gonna, yeah, we need to listen. We're going to do yeah, Zoom we need calls to start for the rest of our life. 
Like them forex niggas, don't forex niggas be like trading currency? Ain't that what forex does? Yeah. We just need to start converting all our currency to something <laughs> else. <laughs> so we can get the fuck up out of here. Like slowly, slowly, just take a take quarter of your savings at a time and just convert it to another denomination, to another currency so that we can get out this country. Yeah. But full circle, my keep it funky. Don't listen to rappers. You're better off listen. Rappers and politicians might be the two people you don't want to listen to at all. At all. Start yeah. with your maybe your spiritual leader, Farrakhan. And then comedians. I think comedians are a solid person to listen to. Uh, you know, like Dave Chappelle, he always is a good thinker. Chris, Chris Rock, great thinker. Um, I like Joe Rog, Joe Rogan. He he has some great ideas. I listen to his podcast. He has and he's a good thinker. You know, a lot of podcasters, a lot of comedians are good thinkers. George Carlin. People of that ilk. I can't believe I just said ilk. People of that that cloth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But don't listen, don't listen to fucking rappers, please. Stop. Don't do that. Hmm. What, what don't listen to future. You? Don't listen to future. Don't listen to gun. Sometimes, sometimes you need to listen to somebody because they're gonna give you Okay, but listen. listen take if that I, shit if, with a, when I was in my prime, future was the Bible. <laughs> but guess what? <laughs> Your prime your prime don't last forever. So when you get out of your prime, you better stop listening in the future. <laughs> when you're on your decline, you better stop. But you, when you, when it's time to get back in the streets, you might. When have it's time to get back in the streets, you might need to play that bacon soda, iced tea, and other iced tea. Fuck your bitch. It's a, you might need to turn that on. Yes. All right. Well, next topic, uh, sir. Hi. What, what else? What else is on uh, Terry's? Uh, you ain't got nothing to keep it funky about, dog. See dog, uh, my, keep it, my, my keep it funky is our kind of our conversation piece, so we'll, we'll, go, we'll go later for that. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, let's got, talk if, about if I do, the world, I, bro. Yeah, just chime in, bro. Listen, we are free flowing. Yeah, I feel like I took some LSD, so we're on a trip. Okay. I didn't take no LSD though, but I feel like I did. If you did, it's cool, bro. Like, listen, it's gonna be a wild ride, bro. This this life is a wild ride. All right, so let's talk about the Rona, bro. It's still rolling. Country scaling back on on phases. They a lot of places that went back. Cases keep rising. America's looking like a looking like the fool that it is. Um, I want to ask you about these masks, man. Like, do you wear a mask in public? Yes. You wear a mask anytime you're in a, a public space, and when you leave the house, you wear a mask. Yes. Do you feel like the mask is like a, a little plot by some, the powers that be to try to like infiltrate our minds or like control us in some type of way? Why? Why? Because you know people are pushing back. We see white people, and even I've seen black people like I ain't wearing no fucking mask. What do you think? Do you think there's a deeper, darker plot behind these no. masks? You don't. Uh, I mean, I'm not very much of a I'm not. So last week we talked about don't go full anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not a full conspiracy theorist. Okay, um, you're a baby conspiracy theorist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think the masks, the masks are important to one keep you alive. Um, mm -hmm. They've been doing it in Asia and Korea forever. Forever. I remember so, back. Sorry to interject, but I remember back like uh, just like any movie you see in Japan or any film put in Japan. And like 
public places, it just seemed like uh, Chinese and Asian people, they always wear masks. I've seen that for years. It's something they do. So, um, yeah, that, that part. And then, uh, two, like, it's not a political statement. We've seen people that complain about not having wearing masks. They end up catching the shit, and then they're doing an apology tour on mm-hmm. fucking Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Or something. Definitely on Facebook. So, um, I don't know. Like, I think that that is the downfall of the common American, our arrogance, mm-hmm. our ego. We've been built up so long to be this uh, superpower. We're bigger and better than everybody else. Nothing, nothing bad can happen to us, especially mm-hmm. in this country. And we are very, well, I'm not going to say we the majority of the the average American feels like if you tell them to do anything, um, you're infringing on their rights and their liberties. Mm-hmm. Because this is the country of the free, the country Even of the when brave. it goes against public safety. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, well. So that's me, that's me. I mean, I understand so that's like. that's on masks. Yeah, I understand how people can be like, ah. I mean, I understand like sometimes it can be hot. You know, I can't breathe in this thing. I, you know, I can understand it, but you're only in that store or whatever for 30, 45 minutes. I mean, if you, and that's like at the most, maybe an hour at the most, whatever. But there's, you know, women doctor, shopping, they've been up yeah. for two hours. Well, you know, shop online. So there's alternatives. So, <laughs> but there are medical professionals that wear that shit for nine, 10 hours and don't complain. Well, at least not publicly. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's where, like, we, I think a lot of Americans forget to empathize with a lot of people that really are be going through this shit. Like, that's mm-hmm. where I, that's, that's my thought. I don't know yes. about you. Now, I've just, um, I'm just exploring these thoughts and shit about it because I've heard when it comes to coronavirus, people keep, I've heard people ask, like, what does coronavirus look like? What are the symptoms? They tell, they, 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 we have a list of the symptoms, you know, the, we have a list of the symptoms. But then it's like, there's been droplets of information that come out that be like, well, with, especially with the healthcare system, people are going to hospitals and they're not coming out alive. And it's not the COVID that's killing them. It's the doctors that are killing them because they're neglecting them or, the, or, or people's immune systems are being weakened by the mask. And, did a, and now I feel like, and I, and I understand how these ideas can get into people's minds and scare them. I feel like people are not wearing masks. You know, listen, there's America has been a, a country of countercultures. You know what I'm saying? Whether it be the hippie movement or be, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody likes to go against the grain and we've been preached our whole lives. Freedom. You do what you want to do. Freedom. Individualism. Be who you are. But, but as we see, by the rising number of cases and how we cannot control this goddamn thing, this individualism and everybody for themselves and be a free thinker, that shit. And I wish Dot was here because Dot would, we've had this conversation off, off the podcast before. People need to be led. And a lot of people need to be told what to do because they do not know what's best for them. I'm yes. always going to, def- I'm always going to defer to the medical people. The people yes. that the people that these that they have made these jobs are living, they they are trying to help people. I feel like people in healthcare fields, you have to have a certain disposition to be in healthcare field because you see death, you see disease, you see everything, and you have to really care about humanity to do those jobs. Most people, so I don't think that they're telling us anything to try to hurt us. 
especially the people that are in our families that we know that are in the health field and our friends, they're they're trying to say, hey, I'm looking out for you. Put that fucking mask on. You know what I'm saying? As you can do. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, read, you made a really good point about people need to, well, Dow probably said it, you need, people need to be led. But I want to, you talked about fallacies. You talked about fallacies. It's a fallacy that this country is the land Exceptional. of individualism. <laughs> the land of individualism. Mm-hmm. It's a long, uh, long word. Um, but yeah, this country doesn't really respect individualism. Indiv- see, I can't even talk again. Individualism. Individualism. Boy, God damn, boy! Being an individual, this country doesn't respect being an individual because you, you see I how they it do. Does, though. I think no? it does. No, bro, you can't. You can't be yourself outside. Mm, that's okay. Well, there you go. That's you propaganda. See, a, that, you're right. That is propaganda. For, they don't the, respect the individual. For people that want to be a part of the community, the LGBTQ community, they don't respect that. Like, uh, yeah, you, you better get along. Yeah, being a black you're, you're person, kind of right. being a black person, you can't be an individual, you know. Uh, now nah, we're gotta, all the same. You're right. All the same. Like, so that's a fallacy. So, so like, if you go against the grain of anything, like, I think now in these generation, our age now, we're seeing that now people are being accepted for being who they are. But if you talk about like the culture of the United States until probably like two years ago, maybe four years ago, whatever, you know what I'm saying? If you was mm-hmm. different, you was crucified. But see now, why you I think don't want to like Why do you think people like Kanye were such like a breath of fresh air because he was different? He was yeah, wearing the polo. He's yeah. wearing a backpack. You know what I'm saying? That's different. So I don't know. Being himself. Yeah. So like, I kind of damn. I feel what you're saying, and I do think it's definitely propaganda for us to be individuals by America because at the end of the day, you gotta conform. They want you to conform. They want us yeah. all in line. They want us, when you clock into that office, you're following their rules to get your paycheck. And even when you're a business owner, you got to go through institutions to whether it be licenses, whether it be permits, you're falling in line in this country regardless. Or you know what's happened? They, they're, they're, they're not letting you succeed. You're not getting that far. So individualism does only get you so far. So I, so I do agree with you on that point. I do agree with you on that point. But it's like, I feel like people are scared to be followers. Because I'm just, I'm directly talking about this mass shit. People, people are scared to be followers. And, and, I, and I can speak to that too. I, I want to know that I'm being led by a good leader. And we yeah. looking at our president, I, I don't feel like I'm being led by a good leader. So, I, so anything he says, I'm already against. And thank God that he hasn't been, he hasn't been the person I've looked to during this pandemic for any type of leadership. Leadership, I've looked towards, you know what I'm saying, the medical, the people in my family that I know that are in positions that have good information and are telling me what's best for me. And then and when I turn on the television, I'm turning to these news stations and I like to watch PBS News because mm-hmm. I feel like they give a fair and balanced whatever. And you know what I'm saying? They, so what they is, put on people. What does PBS say? Well, PBS, they definitely give, they give both sides. So they, they often have somebody who's on the conservative side or someone who is um, on the Trump side. They'll definitely have, they'll have former Trump people on, whatever. And then they'll have NPR, somebody who's conservative on. And I mean, the consensus among both sides is, motherfucker, these masks are what we need to do. Wear them properly in public spaces. Limit your interaction with other people. Wash your hands. All the stuff, you know what I'm saying? Do whatever you need to do to boost your immune system. 
But it's like most of these, most of Americans, especially young Americans and even old Americans, we've seen these fucking videos. It's all, it's Americans. They are like, fuck the mask. I'm going to party. I'm going to go to this pool party. I'm going to be around people. I'm going to do whatever I have. I'm going to do whatever I want to because you can't, because you can't tell me what to do because you can't control me. People want to control what they can control. And you can control whether you wear a mask or not. So I get it. I just want, you know, I just wanted to talk, talk it out a little bit and kind of try to get into the head of people that are not, that are really mad about masks. It's weird. Bro, when, bro, when countries that are, when countries that are, um, they get prim- the primarily their tourist countries mm-hmm. and they ban us, that should be a wake up call. <laughs> the Bahamas said that shit. And I was like, oh, we are stupid, bro. When Jamaica say you can't come here, like, come on, son. Like, they, like, Mexico say we can't come there. Like, bro. Like, because be motherfuckers do not have the population. Listen, like I said, it's really, I really feel like it's, it's all about leadership. People, when you have a good leader, you'll follow their words without question or with little question. You'll ask a couple things, but you'll be like, you know what? I trust this person. I'm going to follow it. But with our leadership right now in America, it's all over. That's why, listen, even the white people are going crazy because they don't even trust this motherfucker. They voted for him, but they don't trust him. And I want to bring up this example. You ever see the movie World War Z with Brad Pitt? Yes. That's the movie so, where he fucking was in a plane crash and survived. Yo, he survived everything in that <laughs> goddamn movie, bro. That nigga should have died the first 15 minutes. His whole family should have died. But I get it. It's a movie. All right. But yeah, so I remember... They were, it was definitely, it was a zombie apocalypse, but it all started through a virus and how they were trying to track how it spread, da, 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 da. And I remember a very pivotal scene in the movie, which was very good writing. There was, um, I believe they were talking about the country of Israel or some country that had like a very totalitarian strong leader and the people fall, fell in line the, when they were told to. So they, they were able to stop the spread of the, the the virus within their borders because get within the first 24 hours of them finding out how it spread, they pulled out all the teeth of the people or some crazy shit like that. They was like, oh. we know that it spreads through biting. You know what we're going to do? <laughs> Line up everybody and pull out their motherfucking teeth. You can't, you can't now, bite nobody. You can't bite nobody. You got no teeth. But um, that was an extreme case. But that example of how a country with less freedom was actually safer than a country like America or other countries during, in that movie because they were able to mobilize everyone in the same direction fast. Uh-huh. This country, we ain't mobilizing in one direction about shit. We can't even say that little kids can't get shot on the playground by cops. You know what I'm saying? So it's very hard for this country, as united as we try to say we are, as all the propaganda that we push the cracks that are in this country are visible. And guess what? The whole world sees it through this oh, pandemic. They are laughing at us, cuz. Because they can't, even Spain, listen, Spain, they did what they had to do. Their shit was horribly bad. They locked everybody down, they got everybody in line, and they controlled it. We cannot, we, it seems to be, by everything I'm looking on the news, that's the only place I get my information, the news and Twitter. <laughs> Houston, Houston, uh, Atlanta, all these places, motherfuckers getting freaky and swimming pools and shit. 
<laughs> Spreading the virus. <laughs> Niggas are still going to Miami to party. Like Miami, you, Niggas, you understand? You understand Florida went. is the hub of the world. Bro, the thought inside of you, it's like it's like it's like that devil on your shoulder. Of the, the world, Craig. That <laughs> <laughs> was funny. I'm watching next Friday right now on the TV. Of the world. Come on, son. Yeah. Like, like I feel like you, bro. What you said, like Spain, they locked down everybody complied for three, four months. Yep. And they're yep. fine now. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, they're not super fine, but you know, but they, like, but they, but they've controlled it. I feel like, yeah. I feel like there isn't, there is a trust that it is not going to get worse for them. It's been as worse as it's going to get for yeah. the United States. It is yeah, not weeks. as bad as it's going to get. They quarantined for two weeks and niggas was storming the streets, protesting about a haircut. Come on. Son, right oh now. yeah. All the white people. Yeah. They was like, we want to go back to work. And listen, I understand the economy got to keep rolling. But that's when we need to rely on our leaders. I always talk about this. I've talked about this. We rely on the government. We need the government to be creative. There are no creative. Listen, we could have got. We could have done a lot of things to help this. We could have done a lot of things with everyone inside or on limited duty to keep the economy flourishing. But you have to have creative minds to do it. Hey, what's going on? I'm saying so. You can't yep. you can't have the economy flourish if there's no money. Exactly. So if there's no money being spent. So people mm-hmm. are out of jobs because people got laid off because things shut down. You should supplement them for money so they can spend. It's simple mm-hmm. economics. You have like, to you have to boost it. They listen, they understand that when it's corporations, when 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 the Ford company or whatever GM they need a bailout, they're ready to give them money. But when the when the little when the when the when the people need a bailout, they stingy. Twelve hundred dollars for twelve hundred. What was that? Was that three months ago? Oh, but you got I think in a couple like three hundred per kid or some shit like that. It it was peanuts. But all I'm saying is, right. hey, I, I'm and I'm proud to be an American. That's crazy. I'm saying this shit on this podcast. I'm proud to be an American. It's the only country I've known. I've lived sure. a good life. I've seen, yeah. I've been able to do very nice things and I'm going to do more, but I'm got to be critical of the way that this fucking pandemic is being handled and just the, the misinformation and all the craziness that has continued to happen, man. And, and, and it all goes back to leadership. I'm not yeah. following no motherfucker I don't trust and that I don't want to listen to. And, mean, and not I that I don't want to listen to, but bro, I could not like you, but if you are a strong logical leader i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna succumb i'm gonna succumb to logic i'm always gonna weigh my options and then choose the lesser of two evils and this motherfucker it's ain't no lesser with this motherfucker it's evil or eviler eviler or eviler it just levels up evil i don't know but yeah thank you for your input about these masks brish what's next there because you know uh oh yeah since we are stallionaires Yes. More, more has come that out. Gonna, that, name, that name's gonna take off. I'm telling you. Listen, it's crazy. We were st- we 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 dubbed ourselves stallionaires, and then our fucking leader gets shot in the fucking foot by a little five foot three nigga. Crazy. Yeah. Fucking bra- And I just really want to know. You know, it's kind of like this is like the Rihanna, Chris Brown shit times ten, but it took us years for us to get a detailed account of how shit went down in that instance, in that incident. And I really want to know what happened. We deserve to know what happened. 
And, you know, people are alluding to this happened or that happened or whatever. We don't know. All I know is that the, the stallion got shot in the foot and a little nigga got arrested. Yeah, and it's not looking good for the little Tory. Little Tory. Little Tory. Little Tory. <laughs> <laughs> little Tory. But um it's so crazy. He's actually man. a like, little. He actually is a little. Yo, if he's really I think they I think they 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 fucked him over with that height, bro. I don't five three, four, that's bro. He's not five three, bro. I Googled it, they said he was five six. All right. Five three. My nigga. They try to they try to take my man's character to the lowest. They trying they trying to really tarnish my man. Oh, yeah, I can't even call him my man because he's not my man. But um, no, my man, not our man no more. He's just, he's but um, so today we had another de- we had another development through through the podcast grapevines. Um, this is really hot news. It really hit Twitter this afternoon, and I just want to talk about it because it's relevant. Uh, Drea Michelle, I believe that's her stage name. She was on a podcast and and toxic and and in simple bitch fashion. <laughs> she was like, yeah. I want a nigga. I want a nigga with that energy around me. If we fighting and I try to get out the car, I want you to pull a gun out on me and be like, "No, get back in the car. Where you going? I want a nigga to shoot me in the foot. I like that type of energy." She said this, Megan, and I paraphrase, obviously, but I got I got her point. She 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 like it when a nigga is crazy and try to shoot her, because that let her know that 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 I guess her pussy got in there. I don't fucking know. But um, Megan came back uh-huh. in and called her a dumb bitch and said, yo, it's not funny. Stop making jokes about this shit. You sound stupid. And then she doubled down and called some more people dumb hoes and said she's tired. And she said, niggas is really joking about some serious shit. And um, I had to actually delete one of my tweets I put out because I, my tweet was, if Megan can't twerk how she used to twerk before her getting shot in the foot, Tory Lanez, when he gets out of jail, and people didn't understand what I said that, I think he needs to go to jail for what he did. And when I, and then when I said when he gets out of jail, that's what I meant. When he gets out of jail for serving his sentence for shooting her, he needs to not be allowed to make any remixes or remakes of any songs if Megan cannot twerk at her full capacity. I ended up deleting that tweet because it was kind of insensitive because I've had a family member get shot and it's nothing funny about it. <laughs> Especially when you're there in the moment that shit is um that shit is very serious. Yeah. So I felt her on that. And I just want you to weigh in on how you feel about what Drea said and how you feel about Megan talking about the jokes not funny. Yeah, uh it is insensitive. I, I I haven't tweeted anything. I saw some funny jokes, but you know, I stay off, stay off. You didn't like none of them? Uh, there were some funny jokes out there. Like they were joking on Tory. Not necessarily Megan. Mm-hmm. But the situation, um, I think that's yeah, what she's situation, doing. Yeah, the situation is not funny. Um, regarding your tweet, it's a little misogynistic just to keep you, my third eyes open. It's a little misogynistic. Yeah, I felt it. I felt it because <laughs> that was definitely, um, yeah, that was misogynistic tweet. Was it's okay. Misogyny. It's okay. It's okay. But, uh, but I'm, a man, I'm, a, I'm a black person first and I'm a man second. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's crazy. After Drea, you know, as you know, that was my first, my first bay. That was my first celebrity bay. You have the eye. You you definitely yeah. spot a lot of. So she was my at least first aesthetic bae. talent. Aesthetic yeah. talent. So I, I mean, she was never one to talk. And uh, we we've seen, <laughs> we've seen in the past couple, her past couple of mishaps that why she has not talked. 
She's not very, uh, let's say intelligent. I'm just keeping it with you. She's not very Keep it a buck. Or she doesn't say a lot of intelligent things. She might be a very smart woman because she's created, you know, businesses and she's taking care of her family or whatnot. But she doesn't say a lot of intelligent things. I feel like I feel like she was trying to joke, but the joke didn't hit. So like a lot of jokes, a lot of funny jokes, we can get off on it because it's funny. It -hmm. wasn't funny. Like you didn't chuckle. You didn't chuckle when she said the joke. No, we were like, bitch, are you serious? Yes. <laughs> That's, I, and I, I didn't mean to use the B word. We was like, oh, you no, serious? You, no, most, oh. most likely we would say, bitch, are you serious? Wait, you, see, I was trying to make a joke, but you didn't get it. I was going to be like, bitch, are you serious? Oh, wait, I don't want to say the B word. Ho, are you serious? Oh, ho, I don't uh. want to say the whole word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but um, yeah, I, I like that assessment for sure, because she was definitely, I felt that she was trying to be funny. She just ain't funny. (laughs) She she was gifted with a a, a nice face and she got a flat stomach and she bought some titties. Damn, I don't mean to objectify her in this way. I'm sorry, I'm not gonna do that. But she she looks good. Uh, I will say like she's done a lot of things in terms of like- I was trying to big her up, but that me bigging her up kind of sounded like- You can big her up in other ways. (laughs) You can big her up in other ways. Yeah, she got flat stomach. She's she's turned her like 15 minutes of fame into like a career. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she she sells products. She's a great brand ambassador. Yeah, so like she's she takes care of her kids now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, you should- What do you say? You shady, boy. (laughs) <laughs> that was shade. That was, that was that was shade. This nigga said she take care of her kids. Now, <laughs> so what I did there, right? Okay, I, 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 I caught it. I just want to make sure the listeners caught it. It's like Chris Petty. Uh, so they never uh, let you forget nothing. Yeah, you know, niggas don't ever forget you. Uh, never forget nothing. Uh, yeah, she tried. She she's working on her culinary skills. She um, is. I didn't know this. She, she has been on a gram and Twitter with some interesting looking meals that she's defeating. More shade. Just- <laughs> <laughs> he said interesting. That don't mean it. That means people. When he says interesting, uh, that means trash. But uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, she tried to land a joke and didn't hit, and that's the problem. I think and it's the top, bro. And it really just like most jokes they show the inner person. Like when I tried to make a joke about Megan, it showed my misogyny, right? Mm-hmm. When she tried to make the joke, it showed the toxic, toxic bitch that's in her because she really was like, I like that kind of energy. And I'm like, yo, what type of fucking environment were you used to that you really is like that sexy to me that my nigga going to shoot me when I don't do what he said? She grew up in Philly. So you know how Philly niggas get down. And she, and she was on the pole. Listen, and first of all, this is not an attack on Drea as a person. This is an attack on her ideas and her joke. I want people, this is a very disclaimer because like, as I grow in my, in, in my, as I've grown through life, I understand how women can be put down and women are objectified and women are just shitting on. And I think that's exactly what Megan is talking about with these jokes, because especially black women, it's like they are unheard. Things are not taken seriously with them. And it's really our duty as men to protect them. So I just really want to embody that even more as I get older and as I grow to protect women. You know what I'm saying, and, and I can't protect them from themselves, but I can protect them from bullshit that the world tries to inflict on them. You know what I'm saying? So I want to protect, like, we, we're, we, the style of nurse shit started out as a joke, but it's really about just protecting 
this young lady who is talented and who is given and who is entertaining the world. Yes. Yes. Like entertaining the world. Yeah. She's giving a service. She's empowering women. She's, she's, you know what I'm saying? Talking cool shit. She's putting on for black people. You know what I'm saying? All of that. So I don't like, that's really why I deleted my joke. Cause I'm like, yo, when I look back at the joke, it's like, it's funny, but she really got shot in the foot and I'm worried about her twerking. <laughs> yeah, this is a little, sounds nuts. I'm like, yeah, bitch, recover so you can shake that ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, bitch, I hope, you hit, I hope your balance is right on that, on whatever foot you got shot in so that cheek yeah. boom. Yeah, that's not it. So I'm just, you know what I'm saying? So I'm calling out in myself that fuckery. So, you know, you're not just, you're not just your aesthetics. And that's probably why Dre said that dumb shit because she has been identified with her aesthetics for so long that she, um, that she ain't developed her 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 joke telling skills. <laughs> yeah, she just she she did a Kanye. She just blurted out. She didn't write it down. Like if you knew you was on a podcast coming up, you got to know that like all right, you know this is my opportunity. You know I've been in the interview before, but they're probably gonna ask about this. Let me. Then you run this. If I'm going to say something about this topic, let me try to work it out before I get on there and nah. say something stupid. You, you, you know, you know, you know, a lot of people, they, they uh, work off the cuff. And I, and I'm even, I feel like. You're not funny. If you're not funny, you're, you're like, like you said, Dave Chappelle, a lot of comedians, they're funny because they're very cerebral. Drea is not cerebral. So you gotta practice before Yo, you get on the stage. Is not easy. <laughs> like yeah, especially intelligent jokes. Especially yes, especially jokes that, and especially now in the culture, in the world we live in, people are offended by what. Like I'm not offended, but like the shit that Drea said, like people are having real reactions to because that's domestic violence you really preaching for. Like it gets deeper. Yeah. So when you're trying to be funny, you really have to like account for every way that the joke might be interpreted so that it's still funny and it holds true, but it's not just draped in fuck, fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's yeah. fuck shit. That's for we, listen, I know women that have been killed by their niggas. Like that's fuck shit. Yeah. Like that, that, that type of possessiveness is not healthy in no shape or form. There's no way that a man should have shot Megan Thee Stallion in the foot. Now, if a woman did it, we could argue about what what it was. But there is no argument about this situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Men protect. Period. Yeah, and it's, if you felt the need to pull a gun out on a woman, like, that's, a, that's another level of whole nigga shit. So, there will be some more information to be revealed about this situation. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the jokes is, um, you know, our the jokes is not everybody going to get these jokes. Everybody going to get like jokes. But Meg, don't joke on I Meg. Mean, don't joke on Meg. You can joke on Tori, though. But see, she's, she's, every joke is going to feel like it's her because she's in a situation. I don't yes. think she's in a place where she's seeing the funny in this yet. I think that's what it is. Because it is funny. There's, listen, we found the funny, but it's just not the world. She is not ready to receive it because... It's too soon. She's still healing. She's yeah, not even. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once she, if she was fully healed, and like not just physically, but like emotionally, she could find the funny in it too. But she is just she's not ready. Like, happened, what, two weeks jokes, ago? 
What'd you say? Happened like two weeks ago. Like exactly. And listen, the internet, this shit, Nick, the internet, ready to make jokes twenty minutes after this shit happened. But the internet nice. don't got no conscience. You feel me? So we yeah. can't expect the internet to be. You know what I'm saying? But uh, everybody's gonna get these jokes. I just pray for Megan recovery, and um, I pray yes, that man. everybody gets gets what they deserve. If Tori don't yeah. go to jail, or whoever doesn't shot her doesn't go to jail, they need two bullets. They need a bullet in each foot because I'm all Stay about. Yes. I'm all about an eye for an eye. You feel me? Like, eye for an eye. Stallioners are not pleased. Stallioners are not pleased. Nah, bro. Like, for real, like, that's why I'm doing my own investigation because we're going to put some vigilante justice on this. (laughs) You better fly out that way. Listen, I've been working out lately. I'm ready to kick some ass. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) What's next? (laughs) What's next, Playboy? Um... Shit, I'm just gonna go into it now. Since since we're we're being very thoughtful and shit, um, I'm gonna talk about another fallacy today. The fallacy segment. Um, and the fallacy I have for you guys today is a red herring. The red herring fallacy. And the and to describe this fallacy is it is when someone attempts to redirect the argument to another issue to which the person doing the redirecting can better respond. So Give an example. I am going to give an example. And uh, this redirecting is a deliberate diversion by the person who's trying to do it. So when you're arguing with somebody and then they try to like divert the argument to something else to which they can better respond, that's a red herring. So an example is, I say, hey, yo, Chris, man, you know it's morally wrong for you to cheat. But then you say back to me, hey, but what's morally wrong? But, but, but what is morality? And then I'm like, yo, morality is just like an ethical code that you have to conduct yourself. And then, then you say to me, well, who makes up what's ethical? You switch the whole argument to ethics instead of talking about cheating. We were talking mm. about cheating. You switch the argument from cheating to morality because you can argue morality better than you could argue about cheating. Makes sense. So I'm like, so I'm like, yo, bro, man, cheating is wrong. You like. Well, what makes it wrong? And you're like, yo, man, that's not moral, bro. You made you committed to your girl, bro. Like, you're not supposed to be cheating. But you're like, yo, but who said what's moral or not? And I'm like, man, it's just what's right or wrong, man. He's like, well, who said that's right or wrong? You started arguing something that we wasn't arguing. Yes. You planted a, so they call it a red herring because a red herring, you're arguing about some, you, you brought in a bright red, so it's called red herring because it's bright and it's red, it's attractive, and it's to pull your attention. So a red herring pulls your attention away from the issue. And we see this all the time when we talk about race relations. We're talking about police killing black people. Someone says, hey, but black people kill black people. My nigga. Yeah, that's a very provocative conversation to talk about. And we can get very nuanced about it. But my nigga, we ain't talking about a black person killing a black person unless the cop was black. We're talking about police who are in positions of power who are supposed to protect us killing unarmed, innocent, law-abiding, or not, maybe not law-abiding, they might have broke the law, but I, in this country, I thought there was a thing called due process. I thought there was a thing called juries in, in courtrooms and, and legal system. You, you, you're, you're being the judge, jury, execution on the street. That's what we're arguing about. So people bring that red herring up. And the red herring that we've seen a lot lately is the motherfucking black on black, well, which is bullshit because we said it last time, is the crime in the black community. So that is our 
fallacy of the week. Hmm. Okay, thank you. Uh, you know what? You must have read my mind because you know what? Speaking of fallacies, we're going to be, I would like to go kind of transition in the same type of fallacy because we're going to see how it transitions. But about, um, I saw a question online one day about uh, what is one thing that black women can do to help us black men feel more comfortable expressing ourselves? So this is our conversation of the week. You know, we're trying to be, you know, transparent, trying to be vulnerable. Speaking of red herrings, I feel like that is a reason or uh, a deterrent of black men being more vulnerable when speaking to black women. Because if we're trying to, say, expose, uh, express ourselves about a certain reason uh, why we do things or why we feel some certain way, say, like, you know what, uh, I'm not feeling, I'm not, I'm not happy. And a red herring would be the woman not taking our thoughts of being happy and saying, well, what is happiness? Uh, you know, or um, not giving us the, ex the advantage to express ourselves. So mm -hmm. I feel like that happens a lot when black men try to express ourselves because we're not, we haven't been taught to express ourselves. And yes. Sometimes it could be a little toxic uh, or a little intimidating to express ourselves to women because if we are trying to be vulnerable, but we're supposed to be strong at the same time. Yeah. It gives us less incentives to express our feelings. So you what is just said it right there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Terry, so, I mean, what is one thing that you can think of that when that you can say to a black woman dealing with their black men or just with you in general, what is something that could help you make yourself comfortable expressing yourself? You gotta, you got, especially when, when between black women and black men, we are, we we're riding for each other. We're on the same team. I want you to succeed. I want you to look good, and I want you, and you want me to succeed. You want me to look good. I think that's the basis. But you got. I think for women, especially when communicating with black men, especially about our feelings, you gotta allow that man the free and open space to be vulnerable, because. Men are supposed to be, men are, it, you want a strong man. Men want to be strong. Men want to be in control of their emotions. Men, but you got to have a place within a man being strong. There has to be another side of that where he can be vulnerable and weak and he feels comfortable being vulnerable and weak and expressing his emotions. Now, I've, I've been around women that are like, nigga, suck it up. You acting like a bitch right now. You complain, you're, you're showing, like, and they only say these things, and I've heard, and I'm be specific, I've heard, they say these things just when you're showing emotion, whether it's oh, yeah. sadness, just like, literally, like, I'm sad. Nigga, why are you sad? What the fuck, like, or it could be maybe even fear or just, or just sensitivity, especially sensitivity. You have to allow a space for him to be sensitive and not feel like you're going to call him a bitch or call him weak for being sensitive. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think there's anything wrong with humans being sensitive. I think being sensitive is a is a plus. But I think but I do think it's something wrong with being overly sensitive or overly emotional. So I think especially when communicating between black women and black men, just as a tip to women, allow him the opportunity to be emotional allow him the opportunity to be sensitive 
and to express itself about whatever it may be. It might seem to you, listen, I'm, let me tell you this, women. <laughs> most of what y'all say and most of the stuff y'all feel, we do not understand and we do not get. When you are crying, mad, or angry, we do not see what you're really mad about, why you're angry, why you're crying, you why you're because to us, it's like, that's what makes you sad. That's what makes you angry. That's what, like, literally, I'm telling you, there is, no, like, I've, but we have to accept it because as men, we're taught to receive your emotion. We have to, because y'all express it a little bit more than us. And y'all actually express it probably in more healthy ways than us because y'all actually will talk about your emotions. But to us, it's really hard to make that connection between what happened to you and the emotion you feel. Because we, the same thing will happen to us and we'll, we'll shrug it off. But it'll happen to y'all and then you'll be crying and be like, that made you sad? But then the things that make us sad and the things that get us emotional, y'all won't have that same grace to just maybe not understand it, but just still receive it. You know what I'm saying? Because I swear mm -hmm. to God, as a man, we got to be there for y'all. We got to. All the time. All the we time. Have to, and, and we have to eat it. Even if we don't understand it, we have to do our best. I mean, these are, we're talking about good men. We're doing yeah. our best to try to understand it. Because y'all be like hormones, you have your periods, you have pregnancies. You have, and guess what? A good man, whether he understands it or not, he's going to be there. He's going to ride. He's going to be there. But I just want y'all to kind of like understand that you might not understand why we're feeling what we're feeling. Just like we don't never understand why y'all feeling what y'all feeling. But just stay there and listen and receive. Yeah. Boy, you potting right now, boy. Listen, I'm trying to tell you, I ain't never <laughs> understood shit. I'm like, yo, you really, what are you, what, what that? You potting right now. I, yeah. I think, I think another thing for me is like to show empathy. Like, I mean, you kind of, you kind of, you alluded to it. Just like if, like you say, if you don't understand what we're talking about, the same way that we might give a blank face, yeah, baby, yep, mm-hmm. What that bitch do? Do the same thing. Let me vent. You know what I'm saying? Or um, another thing I think is allow us space to just decompress. Uh, and if it, and if it doesn't have to do with you, deal with you, then understand that. Like if mm, I, I like just want like if I just want to play 2K for like three hours, uh, or play Call of Duty for a couple hours, just get this steam off. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't and, and then listen. And then let me do it. Just let me do it. Yeah. And then she tried to come talk to you while you're playing 2K and you short with her. And you're like, I just want to be left. Like, I just, you really just want to be like, I just want to play 2K and I don't want to talk right now. But then yeah. you, you're going to be short with her because you're still going through whatever you're going through. And then that's going to turn into an argument because you're like, yo, I'm not coming at you. I just, I'm going through some shit right now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think that's very important. Just like, men, we have to work on it's it's a it's a new concept for men to be emotional. Like I mean, like yeah, for sure. to be outwardly emotional. So we for the most part, as 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 long as I know, and probably you can you can confirm with me, like we deal with our emotions like internally first before expressing mm -hmm. it. Because yeah, we, for sure, for sure. Because because when we start doing it, it sounds we we have the Kanye effect. You just start saying shit and and then it doesn't sound cohesive. Until we get to the end of the conversation, like, oh, okay, now I'm putting things together. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah. So, like, I think that's the point of giving us space to just play 2K or play Call of Duty or just... Or just be quiet. Just yeah, don't talk. Or... Don't talk. 
You know what I'm saying? And then give us the opportunity. If, if you see we're outwardly uh, going through something, give us the opportunity and the space to come out to you mm-hmm. and tell us what's going on. Yes, yes. And I think you hit it. What the fuck? I just forgot. Uh, you were you, you dropping so many good knowledge, knowledge jewels that I don't even know what to respond to. But um, you said it, bro. Like that's exactly what that's exactly what it is. You know, because oh, that's what I was about to say. Emotions on both parties, one man and woman, like it's really hard to understand what you're feeling and why you're feeling it. Mm-hmm. Like, and then especially when you're trying to verbalize it, it might take a while for you to get the words, especially for a man. Like you said, it's just beginning. We're just getting to a point where it's, it's, it's not seemed as weak for a man to acknowledge his emotions. Mm-hmm. Whether he's hurt, whether he's sad, whether he's anxious, whether he's afraid. Like, like especially a black man, you're, you're never supposed to be scared. You're, you're never supposed to be sad. Everything's supposed to roll off your back, especially, oh, fuck that bitch. Oh, fuck that shit. I don't care. Like, these are these now none of this is healthy by the way <laughs> you're never supposed to be sad you're always supposed to be strong you're never supposed to be afraid like this is this is what and we're not saying women told us this is how we're supposed to be this is just the information we've received from the world about how we're supposed to be yeah yeah so once we're given that space to be like okay this is what i'm feeling then we're, we're running through our minds why am i feeling this when did it start why is it happening? What was my reaction? What should my reaction actually have been? What, you know what I'm saying? And then, and as a woman, listen, and, 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 and <laughs> as a man, you can't tell a woman shit. <laughs> you can't, you can't tell them they're doing nothing wrong. You're not supposed to tell them, because guess what? Nigga, I'm the one to uplift you. I'm yeah. the one to uplift you. And we're not saying this is wrong, but like, you are all of those things. You are nurture. Y'all, y'all are great. Y'all are God. But it's like, you're not perfect. Uh-huh. Just like we're not perfect. Yeah. But it's hard to tell a woman she's perfect when, we, when the history of man-woman relations is what it is. Of us being controlling over you. Of us dominating you. Of us beating you. Of us killing you. Of us raping you. We carry all of that. Because back and guess what? All of those, and I really think a lot of those things, not all of them, they're just sick individuals, but a lot of those things come from us suppressing our emotions and, dr- and drowning them in alcohol, in mm-hmm. marijuana, yes. in and that's Listen, that's how men deal with, that's how men still to this day deal with their emotions. You sad? Yeah. Nigga, drink. You mad? Yeah. Nigga, drink. You, or fuck you scared, some other bitches or something like that. You scared, nigga, drink. Oh, oh, and then niggas don't just drown in liquor. They drown it in whatever vice they can. Women, mm-hmm. they drown it in drugs. They drown it in clothes, shoes, whatever. They find something to where they don't have to acknowledge how they're feeling. But we know that it's healthy to acknowledge how you feel. And, and I've always been an emotional person. I've always felt everything very strongly. That cancer, right? Fuck that shit. <laughs> but... <laughs> I've always felt everything very strongly, but I've also known it's not good to act on those feelings immediately. That's, that's where in niggas end up doing things that they regret. So I've always tried to take the time to process what I'm feeling. Why am I feeling it? And whether it be anger, sadness, fear, whatever it may be, you know what I'm saying? Failure, whatever it may be. Failure is a motherfucker too. Nigga, sure. 
a man fail, you don't feel like a man no more. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying? So when it comes to communicating it, I think it is, like you said, provide the healthy, the healthy space. Let him have his space to take the time to process his feelings. And then also don't don't make him feel like less of a man for feeling things. Don't make him feel like less. Now, if you do some bitch shit, that's different than having regular ass emotions. Yeah. Doing bitch shit should never be condoned. I think I think what you would from what I got from you about saying if you're doing bitch shit, one thing that I clicked in my mind is keep it how, how we always say, keep it real, keep it funky. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I think a man will gravitate towards, and I think men, we value trust. We value uh, loyalty. Loyalty. So we value a woman that's going to keep it 100 with us all the time. If you were out here bullshitting, if we were legitimately wrong bullshitting, and you mm-hmm. and you keep it 100 with a nigga, say, yo, you was bullshitting, or I love you, baby, but you was bullshitting on that situation, you explain logically why logically Logically, you are saying the word logically, right? Logically, why you was bullshitting, I think uh, that gives a man a sense of trust and he's more open in the future to open up to you. But now I want to make this disclaimer. Everything we said is valid, but we do know that there are many individuals who have suppressed their shit so much that they can't even take that. And that is something they have to deal with themselves. Like we're talking about the man that is work through his emotions, who knows how to control himself, who has a sense of self, who understands, like, that's a level to itself. Just getting to that level of understanding is is not how most men operate out of the box. Yeah. No. Especially young niggas. Yeah, young black men. Yeah, they, 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 they suppress everything. They're in a sense of denial about their emotions. It's a lot of shit that young men do that makes them dangerous. So when you're talking about all the things that we want women to do, it's, it's really, this is putting more responsibility on a woman, it's really about a woman about knowing about whether the man can receive it or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if he's not at that level of understanding of himself and his emotions, you try to tell him about somehow way he fucked up, that nigga is going to snap. And yeah. that's, not her, that's not her problem. But, it, but it's like, it's just another burden that a woman has to try to, and it's the same thing. Men have the same burden. So you can't just tell any woman about it. So she might stab the fuck out of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah. It's about, if we're really talking about people who have a certain level of awareness about their emotions. Yeah. Who are actually in, who are actually healthy in a lot of ways. Now, when you're just dealing with an unhealthy person, <laughs> none of this shit is going to work. I would also say, don't, don't, for women... Don't. This isn't for just like the nigga you fucking on. Like you shouldn't be trying to yeah, give nah. this time. You shouldn't be giving this time to your 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 entanglement or your side piece or something like that. This is like you know your child's child's father or like your husband or, or potential. Your, yeah, your potential yeah, husband, like, potential you know man is gonna bury your you know, children with and shit like that. Yeah. Because so listen, like, we talk yeah. we talking about grown shit because we grown, my nigga. Like exactly. This, I, I I acknowledge the young man shit because. That's what you ha- that's what I went through to become the man that I am. But we talking about grown shit. We talking about motherfuckers trying to like, you know what I'm saying, plant roots, set the you know I'm saying, plant the tree and, and, and water it and watch it grow. You dig? Mm-hmm. Plant the forest, you know what I'm saying? Have a have a whole, you know what I'm saying, have some acres and shit. So but it's like, hmm. I I've just I've just 
Now, I've I've had women in my life, especially women that I've dealt with intimately. I've 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 attracted good women that are emotionally balanced themselves, so that they can deal, so that we can deal with e- each other's emotional swings, whether it be you know what I'm saying, because balance is 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 rocks. You know what I'm saying. You try to keep it even, but it might go left, it might go right, it might go. You know what I'm saying. But um, I've dealt with unstable women, and I've been an unstable man. But it's just when you when that unstable woman, especially when you try to show emotion, and they call they try to say like you a bitch for it, or they trying to say like you're soft or like whatever. What I what I always say to that is like you probably want a nigga that says his um, says how he feels over the nigga that just pushes it down. You you yeah. want the nigga that that talks about his feelings. You really don't want the nigga that don't never talk about his feelings, cause that I mean, nigga is gonna snap. <laughs> yeah, and it's the only way they. And the same thing for a man. Like, a woman doesn't. I mean, I feel like women do share, but overshare. So, yeah. <laughs> Baby, you so didn't even me, tell me that one. Yeah, I'm good, but right. guess what? I'm here and I'm listening. Yeah. I'm here. Well, at least for a man, yeah. If a nigga don't, if a nigga don't share nothing with you, either he don't really fuck with you, or he's mm-hmm. suppressing it with vices that. Can be detrimental to him. Yeah, that's gonna come on another. Yeah, either good. I'm happy you said that. Either he don't fuck with you, cause shit. If we ain't on that level, bitch, you ain't about to know nothing about me. Yeah. And I've seen other women too, cause like I tried to make connections with women as one time in my life, and I realized that they're not trying to go there. That's just cause they don't fuck with me like that. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) I think I think I think we need to normalize. You know, people say we need to normalize. Normalize knowing when people some people don't fuck with you. It's hard like though. That. Like, that's, that's, like that, like that, like that. Let me put the qualifier like that. Yeah, fuck with you like that. Like, but there's always signs, but like denial is not just a river in Egypt, bro. Like niggas, niggas will hide the truth from themselves. But uh, like I said, that comes with like we're talking about a very like Chris, to to give you some props, like you're a very um emotionally intelligent person, as well as being a, a, a intelligent person. Like you work through your feelings. You understand why you feel what you feel. You've done the work on, oh my God. you've done work on yourself. <laughs> you've analyzed yourself. You've done self checks. You, you tried to see where you were tripping and what you did wrong. You're, you're, you're a conscious person. You know what I'm saying? You're not asleep. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. You're, you're like, you're woke in the, in a good sense. You're woke. You have a pretty good knowledge of yourself, but not everybody has that. That's what sets you apart. That's that's what sets you apart from different people. And we walk around people all day long that are just asleep. Emotionally, consciously, they're just they they shut themselves off. So these conversations are people who are either awakening or are woke and are trying to prosper in their relationships and their communication with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. This man-woman thing is tough. Oh. I wonder, I wonder, Ooh, I wonder, my I, nigga. I wonder Cause listen, wait, before is. you said, hold on yeah. to that thought. Cause when you said, when you said what you said, I'm like, you talking about this man-woman thing is crazy because this might be the hardest shit that I've ever, like this, <laughs> the hardest shit I've ever done in my life, bro. Like, trying to understand the opposite sex or just get along with women like that shit and you talking about just know you got to let a nigga know when he don't fuck with you like that that is my when you said that you said it so easily but i'm like yo that is probably the hardest thing to do in life is yeah. to know when someone actually fucks with you on the level that you fuck with them 
Because you, because actually, because if you, that should be established at the beginning. But it's so hard, Chris. Yeah, you you try to you try to get pussy, and you know you're gonna do whatever you can to get pussy. Like, so it's it. Yeah, it's hard. Men don't get double crossed. people, I heard someone say recently that 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 person shitted on me. Thank God I've never been shitted on. But some people shit on people. Like they be in whole relationships for years and then just shit on somebody. People don't like the hurt feelings. Man, like you gotta be a bold motherfucker. Or just like just really in depth, really in tune with yourself to be able to just blatantly hurt feelings. People don't really like the hurt feelings, you know, especially with somebody like unless you really don't care with them at all about them at yes, all. Yes, exactly. Because it's more easy like when you don't have no feelings, but once you like kind of care about somebody, you got to be a cold motherfucker. And that ain't player. That's some, that's some cold. That's that's another level. That ain't no player shit. That's just some cold shit. Yeah. Cause even players know nuance, and even players know how to let somebody down soft. Yeah, I wonder how it is with same same sex couples. Ooh, you think, ooh. You think, you we need to get a gay, a, we need to get some gay couples on here, men and yeah. women. You think they have the same? Because you could punch the other person in the face, and it ain't. Yeah, it's, it's not exactly yes. like you know, like you assume they assume they know each other because of the same sex. Like I know how to communicate with this person, but. Everything changes when you're fucking off somebody. Oh, yeah, know. everything changes when you're fucking on somebody. Shit. You start stalking them. <laughs> where you going? Where you coming from? Who you texting? One day we're going to we're going uh, to get vulnerable and talk about the, the wild things. We've, not the wild things, but like the semi-toxic things we've done in our past. But thank One God day. I've never done that. I've just like... <laughs> I've just like giving people a lot of chances. Like I've never like done any like OD shit to try to get pussy or nothing. I've just like, you know, like really waited a long time for, for people. I've done that. I've also Like I literally like one time I'm with this story, like I was in high school and like and I was really wanting to fuck this girl. <laughs> and, uh, like, I'm talking high school boy, I was I was a simp. <laughs> I wasn't simping. I was like, simping. She was like she was like, yeah, I get out of track practice at this time, da, da, da. and she went to another school, like, on the other side of the county. So, like, I was on that side, and I was like, yo, I'm out here, like, when you gonna be done? And, like, I ended up just, like, parking somewhere and waiting for, like, three hours, just trying to fuck this <laughs> But, like, she never got up with me. And I was like, damn, so I waited out this joint for, like, three hours. And she ended up talking about, oh, my mom ended up picking me up from practice. I can't. Bitch, you ain't let me know? That's what I'm saying, bro. I was literally waiting in this car for three hours. That's what that's what I've done. I've waited like long time. I've picked like, up a joke from an I picked up a joke from another nigga crib. She was fucking on another nigga's crib. Oh no! And I picked her up. Oh, and, I, and, I, and oh, I got wait. seconds. And I got. I've seconds. done something like that before too. I've done something like that before. So um, that's probably my lowest. This is this is all. Oh, I haven't told this story in the podcast before. <laughs> um, I was fucking with this girl. I'm gonna give you a little backstory. Okay. Um, when I met her. She just so happened to be pregnant. It was very early on in her okay. pregnancy. She ended up ending the pregnancy. She got uh, an abortion. Okay. But um, I didn't know how long it takes for you to recover from an abortion. Like, it's not quick. Yeah, it's not quick. And I don't know why I didn't Google this. I should have just Googled how long it takes for you to recover from abortion. But she couldn't have sex. So I was kind of like, damn, does she not want to have sex with me? Whatever, whatever. So we weren't having sex, but we were having a relationship with each other. We see each other every day, da 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 da. But she couldn't have sex because she just had an abortion. And um, 
she ended up going to see the nigga that she got pregnant by. The nigga ended up beating her up, like punching her in Whoa. the face. Whatever. But obviously, I was doing, you know what I'm saying? I was doing a little ratchet joke. Okay. So she, um, the nigga ended up fucking her up. She ends up calling me. Can you come pick me up? And like, I'm in, we in the DMV. So like, she's like, can you pick me up from the Metro? Da, 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 da. So I had to, so I ended up going, so she told me what happened. And I'm tight, like, why are you going to see that nigga? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you not letting me fuck, but you going to go see the nigga that, that you just deleted his baby. So. <laughs> deleted his baby crazy. sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, deleted the baby sounds crazy. <laughs> so I go, so I'm a, I got a good heart. So I'm like, I am fucking with her. I end up going to pick her up from the Metro after the nigga beat her ass. And okay. the whole way picking her up, I'm like, I'm not cussing her out, but I'm like talking shit to her. I'm like, yo, you stupid. Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? Yeah. I'm like, yo, you a fool. Like, you know, like I'm talking, I'm not talking down to her because like she knew she was stupid for what she did, but I'm just like, that was the only time I ever picked up a girl like after she left nigga, and it was after the nigga had beat her ass. But it was like a nice thing to do. But I was like, yeah. and like she was trying to hang out after. I was like, no, I'm taking you straight home. Like, I'm not kicking it with you, nigga. You just with that nigga. Like. I was still stuck on that part, not the part that she just like got beat up. <laughs> uh, but yeah. you were brisk. You picked up a joke from another nigga crib. I was wild. Like she told me to come scoop her, and I didn't like process it that there was. A, you didn't a, get all the info. I didn't get the info. I was like, yeah, where you at? Send me to Addy. And she sent me to Addy. I, I came to the house, and I told her I was outside. And I was like, wait, this isn't like her house, and this isn't none of her friend's house. Oh damn, she was sucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn, dirty bitch. She was sucking dick. She was sucking dick. Yeah. Or fucking See, around. So she was a. And this is this is where my old this is my old ways. Listen, I had a scenario similar to that, right? A little joint I was plotting on. <laughs> I'm, 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 I've been drinking a little bit. I'm trying to keep this right and not trying crazy. A little joint that I was plotting on one time. She ended up throwing the neck to somebody right before I got to her. And then she come to me and she try to act like she just ain't throw the neck. And I'm like, so what's up? Am I next? Mm-hmm. And then she took that some type of way. I'm like, bitch, I know you was just throwing neck. Like, but I'm you was throwing the neck. I'm trying to get some neck too, but you acting like you ain't throwing it. She tried to play me for a fool. I, that was my ego. I felt some type of way. I'm like, bitch, you think I'm stupid? Like, I don't know you just was sucking dick. But I'm trying to get my dick sucked too. What's good? But she didn't receive that very well. It's okay. But uh, thank God I have matured and I've learned more respect for women. But like, Chris, I, I did some simping that shit, but I'm telling yeah, you, I, bro, was, it, I, was uh, I would have skirt. Listen, once I realized it was the nigga house, I would have left it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, I'm I still, like, oh, I still, I picked her up. I still like if she was a thotty thotty. So I ended up doing what I had to do. But I okay, felt bad. But I felt bad about myself. But after. can we put this disclaimer? This was many, many years ago. But yeah, man, I, was, I said high school. I thought I was high okay, school. Okay, yeah. when you were high let school, let these got... niggas know that that you have you have elevated. Come on now, you know niggas. You know how niggas get down. You know what I'm saying? I grew up. But matter of fact, you know Chris, now that you say that, I I could think of some little like little lame shit I did for bitches too. Now that now now that we went down the rabbit hole, I'd have done some shit. But I always kind of like made it justified to myself because like I would get something niggas. from the girl. I would get something from the girl in some type of way that would make me feel like, okay, it was all right. As long I, as you feel justified, because I, yeah. If we want to go on the SL simple, and I didn't learn how to be player until, like, 19, 
It was bad, like, you know what I'm saying? I bought this. Oh, we got, matter of fact, we're going to do another, another Yeah, we'll do another clothes. You know, I give out too much. Too much. I, I like to self-deprecate because, you know, you know, I'm, I'm Yeah, bro, because listen, I think it's it, good it, it humanizes content. It's good it content. humanizes us. Like, we're not perfect. Like, we talk this player shit, but it took a long time for me to learn how to actually conduct myself. Yeah, come on, come on, son. Like, that's why we try to give game now. We try to give game now era, for people that, you know, you're not just born with getting player shit. Some niggas are, but I wasn't. I wasn't. I had to learn the game. The game ain't. The game ain't. The game ain't Actually, I always had a little bit, but like I was, I was just always like a little. I was an asshole. You know what I'm saying, and I don't want to be an asshole. That's good. You know what I'm saying. Uh, I mean, I think that was a good conversation. That was a great and deaf, vulnerable conversation we just had. Uh, I hope I didn't say nothing that was like across the line. No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, we, oh, we didn't even questions. talk about Nick Cannon. We supposed to talk about Nick Cannon. Uh, we did kind of at the beginning. We kind of at the beginning. Yeah, I mean, do you have any thoughts that is probably not have been echoed from people? Um, not really. I mean, I, I'm happy people have kind of got around to the to the point that cancellation is stupid. Like you can't cancel nobody, and you got to give people grace to make their mistakes. Now there are unforgivable things, but most things are forgivable. You know, it might be hard for you to forgive, but uh, I think what Nick Cannon did was very forgivable. You know, he, he made a mistake, especially when you see the error of your ways. Um, and I just want people to give other people grace because we need grace too. And matter of fact, can I go to my spiritual segment real quick? Go ahead, bro. Since we're talking about grace. Um, the, the world is so judgmental. The internet is so judgmental. There's, people are so ready to throw people away and talk down on people and act like people are less than nothing and worth nothing. But um, if you look in the mirror, you, if we all look in the mirror, we understand that we all need forgiveness and we all need grace. And ain't none of us perfect. And like, like, like my pastor used to say when I was growing up, we've all fallen short of the glory. We, nobody's perfect. As, as much as people try to portray themselves, especially on the internet, Especially when in in these offices, in these office buildings, and in business, people try to portray themselves as being one thing, but most of the time we're 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 we're, we're not that. So to carry you through the week, I want people to give other people grace, like the grace that they've gotten in their life. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying for you to let somebody walk all over you and people do negative things to you, but I do want people to understand that you're that we are not perfect. We make mistakes. We've made mistakes. And by the grace, only by the grace of God, ooh, the most high, are we where we're at today. And I want people to, to cut out that cap, that welling, <laughs> that sizing that we do, especially on social media, because that shit is so fake. It's so fake. Oh, my God. Motherfuckers, $3 bills on the internet, bro. Good one. $3 bills. They ain't never fucked up. They ain't never done no stupid shit. They ain't never done no good. If we, if if all your sins was in a PowerPoint production, you would, you would, you would do something. You would hurt yourself. If people knew all the things mm-hmm. that you made that no one else knew or only a couple people knew. You know what I'm saying? So to carry us through the week, I want people to give each other grace. I want you to give yourself grace and understand that we are works in progress and that we're we are progressing to our higher state. We are progressing to our higher state in life and consciousness 
And this plane of earth is just a building block. That's all I got. All right. Uh, thank you, Terry, for your uh, spiritual moment of the week. I mean, I think, especially in these, <laughs> I hate using these terms. I want these terms to, to, to be abolished. But like, yeah, make it uncertain terms. times. Uncertain <laughs> times or. <laughs> these are you know, uncertain times. Yeah, I, I just, I'm tired of it. But it's good to keep spirituality in your heart and your forefront. Because at the end of the day, that's all, that's all the person that you really have to answer to um, besides that. So the person, uh, the small business of the week is a, f uh, is a friend of ours, friend of the show, um, uh, a father, a uh, fiance. Uh, he goes by the name of Anthony Thomas with his uh, company Locker 16 uh, during this Corona times when you shouldn't be outside like that, but if you are, you you want to make sure your drip is right. And my man does a great job of finding uh, jerseys and 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 gear uh, that you're looking for, custom gear, custom jerseys of you know your your favorite athlete um, on the internet for you. So he does the hard work for you, uh, and then. The easy work would be for you to have the drip, but you know, not everybody has the drip. But salute to my man, uh, Anthony, right? Ant Diggles and uh, Locker 16. Um, check him out on Instagram. I believe he's on Facebook. DM him for, uh, you know, your jersey size or if you want something specialty on uh, eBay or something like that, he'll look for it. Uh, he's a good dude as well. He's a, you know, upstanding black father, black man. You know, so as we continue to shout out small businesses, small black businesses, um, that's another one for the week. Shout out to him. You're on mute, my brother. Talking, I've been talking for a minute. He joked yeah. too much sometimes, but that, <laughs> that's, that's that's a good brother right there. Um, go support him. Shout out to Ant. You know what I'm saying? Buy black. Yeah. Uh, I mean, lastly, before we leave, so we're recording on Wednesday, uh, and right now during this time, it's the DMX Snoop Dogg battle. Who you got? We haven't, I mean, we haven't, I haven't been checking in. Um, we haven't been watching it, so we're not updated yet. So, you know, we're blind to what's going on. So we're this is a blind prediction. I mean, Snoopy Dill, Double Jizzle, Doggy Fizzy, Doggy Fizzle, Televizzle. You remember Doggy Fizzle, Televizzle? Am I frozen? Yeah, I do. Doggy fizzle, doggy fizzle, television. I do. Sexual seduction. Drop it like it's hot. Uh, like I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just more of a fan of Snoop Dogg, so I got a bias, and I'm riding with the dog, the 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 D O double G. I remember the show. Doggy fizzle, television. Motherfuckers don't know about that doggy fizzle, television. Hilarious. Right before pimp my ride. <laughs> Who you got? Yeah, it was at the time where you had the uh, Method Man and Red Man show, too, running. Method Man and Red Man had a show, too. Good, that shit didn't last um, very long. Yeah. But neither did Doggy Fizzle. I, yeah. I mean, I want to go Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg just has a longer career. He probably has more bags to pull out of. Uh, I like DMX Strong for like 12, 13 songs, but I think Snoop is going to carry it out. 
But we'll see. We'll, we'll tune in right after we get off recording. Um, but I want to say thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Model Talks, a safe place for people to play. We keep it closer every time, all the time. Um, we'll check you next week. And remember, there are three rules to success. Uh, stay true to yourself. Stay true to your, the code. And wash your hands. Well, actually, four rules now. Wear a mask. Shout out to the conversation we had earlier. Yes, so, put a mask on. We'll put a mask on. So uh, enjoy your week. Stay safe. And uh, stay player. Peace out. Peace. Yeah, the best. DJ Jarvie Jar. Tell me how are we supposed to still be talking every day when everything between us just completely changed? Oh, I tell me how am I supposed to go ahead and just erase? Every feeling, every memory we shared Oh, I Cause I was dying for this love, this love Yeah, I was dying for your love, your love So tell me, baby, do you want me like I want you? Even if you do, you wouldn't say I know you So nice I even think about if I should call you Cause I thought you were Celebrating, I have a time. But I was always focused. I ain't waste no time. I ain't never calling my name. I used to walk to work every day. Me and my dog. Like in the night, I came out alright. All the homies, we can move the same way. I swear ain't nothing change Got a little bit of change in my pocket but I maintain We were young and in this world Chasing dreams and girls Running from my problems I know that we older now But that's what we were Look at the sky.